Health tip brought to you by Essential Water. Being properly hydrated will improve physical performance. A drop of 3% in body water causes a 10% drop in muscle strength and an 8% drop in speed. When you're not properly hydrating, you're inviting lactic acid into your muscles, which results in sore, stiff muscles. It also extends the recovery time between workouts. Essentia water is specifically developed to have smaller water clusters, which means Essentia gets into your system faster to hydrate you faster. Keep your body hydrated and you will perform better. Essential water produces many benefits with its high 9.5 pH alkalinity, its super hydrating properties, and its concentration of pure essential electrolytes. Remember the name, Essentia, like essential without the L. It's the ultimate drinking water. Ask for it. For more information, visit EssentiaWater.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Yes, welcome back. You're welcoming, welcoming back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. How is everyone out there? Well, I tell you, I'm feeling a lot better. I just finished drinking my essential water. Yep, that felt pretty good. And we're uh, absolutely jazzed about the hour we've got coming up for you right now. Uh, you know, we've been doing a number of different shows about our animal friends, and we're going to continue today uh, with by talking with an incredible individual uh, who has really dedicated her life. She's been a you know dog behavioral specialist since 1970. Uh, she's an award-winning dog raider, and she's committed to uh, gentle, reward-based dog and owner-friendly team. Teaching, And that is something that uh, most of us probably have heard about, but may not know a lot about it. And so, you know, September Morn is joining us today and she'll be uh, helping us. We'll be taking your calls and the calls are going to have to do with, uh, you know, things that may be going on with yourself and your your dog and how you can get some assistance with that. I know that uh, we've, we've got some phone lines that are already uh, are starting to get filled here with questions. And so I want to make sure that you all know that this hour today is an, uh, is a phone opening up the phone lines all day to get your questions handled. So this is about whether or not you're able to look at dog behavior and be able to work with uh, that amazing animal friend you have and to solve some problems today. So we're going to be looking at that and doing that. And I want to just give everyone a heads up. Uh, we gave away uh, a number of tickets for an upcoming event with Sylvia Brown, and we're going to be doing more of that. And uh, we'll be talking about that event and, and some of the things that we've got planned on the Dr. Pat Show. I want to welcome everyone to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I invite you to take a look at our website, uh, www.thedrpatshow.com, and to uh, take a look at some of the things we've got going on there. We're in the process of, of updating and adding some things and making things happen, things that you've requested us to do on the website, and we're thrilled about doing that. So, you know, we've got a great show for everyone out there today, and as we do every show, we pull a card. We put that prosperity card and we make it happen. Sounds like we've got the cha-ching in the air today. 
think we've got the money thing going on today. We had a great uh, a series of callers that uh, love the cards that we pulled, and I'm hoping we're going to pull a card that we haven't pulled before, Penny. We're going to pull a card. You're the drawer. Yeah, this is a good one out there. For those of you that are in a job and you're thinking, I'm listening to the show, I do not like my job. Here we go. I am earning an excellent income doing what I love. I am earning an excellent income doing what I love. I love that. I love this card. To be truly prosperous, you may follow, you must follow your heart. Prosperity is leading the life you want to lead, doing what you love to do. Applying this philosophy to your career creates excellence and brings joy into the world. You should play that Joy to the World song. Is that a three, three dog night song? Joy to the World? Doobie? That's, but you saying that's before me? That's before my time. I think so. I heard the Doobie Brothers were in town, by the Didn't way. Didn't want to call it out. Yes, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I heard that they uh, are, they, they sound exactly the way they, they did. You know, exactly. So we, uh, we've, we've got, as I said before, this fabulous show. So what you're saying is, is they're timeless. They are timeless. There you go. Don't you think? That's key word right it's there. Just like Elvis. <laughs> I don't know. Elvis is timeless, Benny. Oh, watch out. I don't know. We, watch out. Remember, we've got some folks here from, uh, like, Louisville and other like, places. Listening I like to the show. younger Elvis. Oh, that's okay. It's still Elvis. Elvis is Elvis. I don't know. All right. Who do we got? Who do we have on the phone? (laughs) Our favorite little CEO. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. So somebody very special coming on. All right. Tell us about her. She is a good friend of mine from years and years and years. And her name is September Morn. She's a dog behavior specialist. And just a phenomenal woman. And I have had her come talk to groups in the past. She has brought her dogs to various events that I have hosted over the years. And a remarkable person. She has the inside track on how dogs think and what they do and why they do it. And over the years, I have turned a lot of friends onto her. And I have watched in amazement as she unravels the mysteries of the dog psyche. I've had people call her and say, my dog is uh, urinating in the house. And she'll say exactly where, how from the far from the door, how far from the edge of the room. And it all means something different. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. And, and if you go to um, um, the, the, uh, the website, Dogs Love School uh, with September Morn, uh, and there's a picture of, I think it's a Rottweiler. And I think the Rottweiler is doing the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually had some of her dogs in plays before in Annie because she she is such a fabulous dog trainer. And I think it's because she understands the psyche of a dog. She so relates to them and gets them on on this deep, deep level. And so they just naturally want to please her and she actually had a book years ago called Dogs Love to Please. We teach them how it's not available anymore. And she's written other ones instead, but she's just phenomenal. And so I was so thrilled when she said that she would come on the show, answer some call-in questions, and talk to us about how to effectively train our dogs using the most gentlest processes. So I'm just thrilled. 
Well, uh, she's going to be joining us here in a minute uh, uh, on the show, and you're actually going to give her her first case to handle on air. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Does Gizmo know that? No, no, and, we're, and don't say it too loudly. <laughs> We don't want him to hear. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd like to see you not let him hear about it. I can't wait well, to find out what you're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gizmo's having a little issue. And um, go figure. And so <laughs> she's going to help us out to resolve Gizmo's special little issue. But she has lots of examples and you're, you're going to enjoy her so much because she's a cut-to-the-chase, bottom-line type of gal, and, and she just seems to intuitively know exactly what to do. And, and I think it's because she thinks like a dog thinks. Well, and Very cool. it, well, I want to let everyone know out there that, you know, I, we're anticipating the phone lines filling up rather quickly to have a conversation with September. So I want to make sure you have the toll free number right now. And if you've got questions or comments and need a little help with your dog, that this is the place to call today. Uh, this is a very special occasion and you'll be able to get some insight and make things happen uh, or get things so that you're not worried about what's happening with your dog, especially if you have situations going on in the home and Bobby's going to share her situation in a minute. You know our toll-free number. It's 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. You know, there's a question that I have uh, and, I, and I'll make sure that I voice it on on the show. One of the things that I see routinely is, you know, uh, dogs pulling their owners down the street. You know, it's like, who is, you know, who's the dog? Who's the dog walker? And how does that happen? We're going to take a short break right now, Bobby. When we come back, we'll be back with September Morn and Bobby Baxter joining us here today. We'll be talking about a little situation going on there. And we invite all of you, comments, questions, want to get some advice, 1-800-930-2819. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Cancer and stroke are now the greatest threats to life. But there's no need to suffer the side effects of pharmaceuticals or harmful treatments. Whether a patient does or does not wish to use traditional methods, there is a totally non-toxic alternative product, PolyMVA. PolyMVA has been effective with both stroke and cancer for over 10 years. To find out more, call 866-991-9942 or visit polymva.com. Your body has the wonderful capacity to create perfect health. Set your body's capacity to heal itself in motion with quantum possibilities. Choose quantum biofeedback or possibilities vibrational techniques, which are both based on quantum physics. The vibrational techniques use the power of numbers, intention, and imagination to discover and replace subconscious genetic memories that no longer serve you. Visit quantumpossibilities.biz. And mention the Dr. Pat Show when scheduling your appointment to receive one-third off your initial session. After a long day that's going way too fast, there is a way to relax, warm up, detoxify, and have pain relief. 
It's called an infrared sauna. You sit in a warm box and gently absorb infrared heat that allows you to have a great low temperature sweat. Afterwards, a quick shower and you're ready for a good night's sleep. Sweating has many health benefits such as stress reduction, immune system improvement, weight loss, and system detoxification. For more information, call Brian at 650-357-8944 or go to bayareainfraredsauna.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish, which are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they are very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson Super DHA supplies a special blend of these super omega-3 marine oils that are so important to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each Carlson Super DHA soft gel contains 1,000 milligrams of cold deep water fish oils. That supplies a full 500 milligrams of DHA and 200 milligrams of EPA. More than most fish meals. Get Carlson Super DHA from your favorite natural food store today. Carlson Super DHA. Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Yeah, we're kicking up our heels right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Let's open up the phone lines right now because this is an opportunity for many of you out there that are wondering, wow, why is my dog doing that? Uh, just have no idea. Can't keep the dog away from eating up everything in the kitchen. Uh, I used to have kitchen cabinets and now I have firewood. Well, my guest today will talk about that. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we're, we're absolutely jazzed to have September Morn joining us today, a behavioral specialist since 1960. 70 award-winning dog writer committed to gentle reward-based dog and only owner-friendly teaching she is here with us today september welcome to the show good morning dr pat thanks for having me on good morning and i think we have bobby on the other line as well because we're going to kick it off with our first little situation here we do okay bobby are you there i am yay you're talking about you're talking about me hi september (laughs) hi bobby hey so as you know, Gizmo is his extreme highness is a Pomeranian, and he's about ten pounds of pure attitude, but uh, loving attitude. And he has been house trained forever, 
he he has a pee pad all the time so that he never has to wait or ask to go outside, and it's always available to him. However, he also has a favorite couple of corners. One is the cabinet in the aisle in the kitchen in the center island and on a table leg around the dining room. And so September was saying that, that she thinks that that's more of a marking behavior and that she's going to tell us the secret to overcoming that behavior today on the show. Take it away. I'm all ears. Okay. Well, it is a marking behavior because it's not – if he's peeing on the pee pad usually and he's lifting his leg on those other items, he's marking, and that's a real estate claiming maneuver that dogs do. Uh, I would say that in order to stop that, you have to do a few things that would entail some management. Now, one is, if possible, you could keep him away from those items when you're not watching him. Just block him out of those rooms with uh, baby gate unless he has to be in those rooms. Where is his pee pad, anyway? It is in um, a, a larger room. It, it's an open house, kind of, and... Um, and so it it is in a different room than where he's marking. About how many feet away? Say again. About how many feet from where he is marking is his pee pad located? Oh, probably ten or twelve. Ten or twelve. So that's uh, that's twenty or twenty five uh, dog body lengths from his pee pad that he's right. marking. So he's right. claiming territory that. He's probably claimed and claimed again. He's probably marked it for some time. Uh-huh. Say again? Yes. Oh, and how old is he? He will be nine in a couple weeks. And how many years has he been marking those spots? Um, at least um, a year. So I'm always having to spray the, uh, bio, you know, the enzyme stuff on the edge of the island. And on the table. <laughs> okay, so he marks it, and then you come back and you mark it, and then he comes back and he marks it. <laughs> so you got a little thing going on there with Gizmo, I think. Uh, Who's in control? In, in that he's such a small dog, there's really a great product out, and uh, not a brand name because several companies make them, or you can even make them yourself, and it's a great way to stop the little dogs from marking in the house. And it's like a male doggy diaper. It's kind of a cummerbund that fastens around his uh, his peepee, and uh-huh. uh, you you put it on him while he's in the house. You can make one out of uh, a sock with maybe a sanitary napkin stuffed inside the sock, and then you sew a little Velcro on it where you can snugly put it around his his waist, and so that anytime he pees. He ends up peeing into the into the diaper instead of on your stuff. And at first, he'll be real frustrated with that. He'll wonder how come his mark isn't getting made. He'll lift his leg and he'll pee on his own diaper, and then he'll sniff that spot. He'll probably turn around and try to pee the other direction, and there won't be any pee coming onto it. He'll sniff that spot. He'll get a little frustrated. He might try to go mark his other spot. He might even try to mark several different spots. But it's all going into the diaper, so he's not getting the opportunity to remark his uh, his post that he's chosen. You have to change the diaper, of course, 
several times a day or at least check it to make sure that there's not wetness up against his tummy because that would give him a rash. But that's a way that really is very useful. It stops the problem right in its tracks because he's no longer urinating on your things. And it teaches him that when he lifts his leg on something, instead of leaving a very masculine mark, he ends up with a little bit of warm, wet tummy. Ew! Yeah, great idea. Yeah, and it works great. Now, a couple of other things. Since you have an open house, you can't really keep him away from those items. If you had a house that he was going into another room, I'd recommend a baby gate at that room so he couldn't go in there unescorted. I'd also give him praise when he pees on his pee pad. Now, you'll have to take his diaper off to make it available for him to pee on his pee pad. So he has to kind of go back to puppy training where he learns to potty when you tell him to. And then you praise him and tell him, oh, what a good boy. That's mommy's little man. That's where you're supposed to pee-pee. Now, also, did you want to say something in between here, or should I just run with it? No, that's fine. I just wanted to, to also let people know that you have a publication on on uh, house training. Um, I do. It's out of print now, though. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but oh, the oh the oh the little book. Okay, I have the the hardback book that's called House Training. That's in print, and that's by Barron's. Or no, that's by I'm sorry, that's by uh, Howell Bookhouse and Wiley. Great. Okay. All right. Great. 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 Well, you know, let's do this. Let's make sure we uh, invite people in uh, to join in on the conversation. Benny, what do you think? Opening up those phone lines at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll take your comments and your question. So, Bobby, what are you going to go out and do now? Oh, I'm definitely going to do this. I have learned from years ago that you do whatever she says because it's, the right thing and and it is a solution so i'm definitely going to do that we're going back to training all right and and i love the idea that once he realizes that nothing is happening at that spot anymore then then he's learning something new i have another suggestion i'd like to add great uh since he's a male and he likes to lift his leg and mark peeing on a potty pad probably feels a little girlish or puppyish to him and he wants to assert his little manhood I would give him something, an upright or something that is a raises up above the floor. It could be, it could be very small. It just needs to. Be, you could even use a rock, or I'd probably use something that was easier to wash off than a rock. But you put that in the middle of his potty pad, so he has actually something to gratify his marking behavior with. Oh, good idea. That way he can be the little man. I think you mentioned to me uh, when we talked before the show that Gizmo is not neutered. He's not. Okay. Uh, Did he be? Unneutered males, intact males, are far more likely to mark in the house than neutered males. But seeing as how he's nine years old now and he has a habit, I probably would not suggest neutering him. If he was one and a half and just starting this behavior and he was not needed as a breeding animal and there were no health reasons that he should not be neutered, I would probably suggest neutering him. So if a younger male starts doing that, oftentimes it's just time for to go in for the operation. Okay. And there's one more thing that you can do. If you happen to have his diaper off or if he happens to manage to get it off and he goes and marks on those spots in your in your kitchen or where where he's marking, uh, I would actually feed him his next three meals 
right below the spot where he marked or right next to the spot where he marked. Dogs oh, don't like to mark their food. Excellent idea. You got it. I'm telling you, there you go. Absolutely incredible. So, uh, all right, Bobby, so we're going to follow up with you to see how this is going to go for you. We want to report, okay? Sure. All right. Uh, well, you, you know, let's make sure that everyone knows that uh, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with September Moore, and she is known for uh, absolutely phenomenal results in what she does, but more importantly, owner-friendly, uh, a reward-based uh, uh, teaching methods. And that's what you just heard here today. I mean, these methods are both positive and fun uh, for both dogs and for handlers. That's what's important. Some of the stuff that goes on, absolutely. Uh, will make you crazy if you're watching it and seeing it out in public. One of the topics I want to cover with September when we come back from break is this idea of, of, of having dogs pull their owners down the street. It doesn't matter what kind of collar they got on there, the big spike collar. And, you know, I almost went out of my mind when I saw the, one of these big spike collars on a Cocker Spaniel. I was like, please. Help me with this. And so that's the question we're going to explore with September Morn when we come back. What's the right way to do it? And quite honestly, these folks were not getting results. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to call in, you've got a question or comment, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819, or send me an email at pat at the com. We'll get your questions on air. We'll be right back. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you are experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs. Dream Clinic is located in the Ravenna neighborhood of Seattle and is open seven days a week. To learn more or schedule an appointment, visit dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. New Times Naturally Magazine is Tampa Bay's natural health magazine, now in their 20th year, covering body, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical fitness, yoga and Pilates, supplements, meditation, natural product, mental health and strength, spiritual growth, eco-earth, and more. Search for local business feature stories, media and product reviews, and an extensive calendar of events. Pick one up at your local business today or visit NewTimesNaturally.com. That's NewTimesNaturally.com. Come explore for yourself the universe and beyond at the Hologenic Breath Workshop Saturday, August 4th with Sue Newfeld Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Hologenic Breath combines breath work and music from all over the world that can allow you to release blocks on all levels of your being. It can renew your mind, body, and spirit. Visit QuantumHealing.us or call 425 425- 455-4207. Hi, this is Dr. Pat Basili of the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm pleased to invite you to the Wisdom Festival Conference and Exposition being held September 15th and 16th on the San Francisco waterfront at Fort Mason Center's Herbs Pavilion. The Wisdom Festival brings together cutting-edge speakers and lecturers, so join us as we explore the wide variety of modern and ancient wisdom teachings. Go to wisdomfestival.com 
or call 800-367-5777 for more information. Okay, everyone, listen up. You can do it. You can quit smoking in as little as 30 days with zero smoke. That's right, a new product to help you quit smoking now. And here's the deal. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on gum, patches, or pills. Zero Smoke helps you quit naturally using biomagnets. It works by placing these neat little magnets on either side of your ear. Then science takes over. It's just like acupressure. The urge to smoke goes away. This product has sold like crazy in Europe and has just been introduced in the United States. In fact, Sal the stockbroker is using the product to quit. It's a disgusting habit, and you need to quit today. Now, everybody, go to their website, zerosmoke.org, or call them at 800-577-9933 and take advantage of their risk-free offer. That's right. Just pay shipping, and they will send you this revolutionary product absolutely free. What do you have to lose? It's the summer. You want to feel good, and you want to quit that nasty habit. That's 800-577-9933, or go to the web at zerosmoke.org. Forget their space and come check out our space on the web, 1150kknw.com, and find out about Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by September Morin is joining us today. As I said before, if you want to, you know, get that behavior in order, whether it's yours or your dog's, she's the person to go to. This is a go-to show, and this is a go-to person. If you've got comments or questions, want to join in on the conversation, 1-800-930-2819. September, before the break, I was I was saying that, you know, I, I have seen and really have been part of this myself more folks being dragged down the street around the lake or whatever it is by their dogs and it doesn't matter what size the dog is you know what i'm saying it's not yeah. just the rottweiler uh or the doberman or the german shepherd i mean I, you know i was watching a woman uh y- you know being dragged down the street by her cocker spaniel yep it sure doesn't matter what size the dog is they all like to pull on that leash so what what what's going on with that? What can people do? What what is it they don't know right now? Well, they don't know why the dog's pulling, and so they try to attack the symptoms rather than the right, cause. Right. Right. The dog pulls. Well, it's pretty simple. The dog pulls because it works. It gets the person moving, and <laughs> dogs think if they pull hard enough, it makes us walk faster. And yep. In most cases, it does. So to teach the dog to stop pulling, it has to stop working. In other words, when the dog starts to pull, instead of letting that activate your accelerator, which is what the dog is used to doing, have it activate your brakes. Uh, What I mean by that is as the dog starts to pull, you start to slow down. As the dog keeps pulling, stop. If it keeps pulling for more than three seconds, once you've stopped, start slowly walking backwards. And you don't need to say a thing to your dog, and you should not jerk the leash. You should hold the leash right on your tummy so you're not part of the pulling. Also, a lot of people walking their dogs, they when they come to my dog class, the dog is sitting there, not going anywhere, and they're sitting down, and they've got their leash tight. So why is their leash tight? They're the one pulling. The dog is just sitting still. So a lot of people contribute to their dog's habit of pulling 
by keeping the leash tight, even if the dog is not pulling. So the dog has no idea he can wear a collar and a leash and not have it tight. He has to learn that behavior. There are some much better tools available than the choke collar and the prong or pinch collar. Uh, those are kind of old-fashioned now. And the choke collar has actually, there have been studies done showing that you can harm your dog's trachea, his airway. You can also harm your dog's neck vertebrae with a choke collar. The prong collar, a lot of people who use them say, well, they don't hurt the dog, but I have personally picked scabs off the necks of dogs that have been walked with prong collars. Mm. And, in fact, they do hurt. They pinch the skin. That hurts. How could, that how, not, how could they not hurt the dog? I mean, you know, I don't understand where people would get that from. I think people have a disconnect about uh-huh. others, how their behavior affects others, and even more of a disconnect in how their behavior affects animals. Mm-hmm. But there are better equipment. There's better equipment available now. All right. There are head halters that are like little pony halters that mm-hmm. you put on a dog, mm-hmm. and that puts the leash under the dog's chin instead of back on the dog's neck. So when he tries to walk forward, if he's pulling and you stop, his head turns to the side. His head turns toward you, and he has to look away from the direction he wants to go. And so pulling isn't working anymore. He finds himself facing a different direction. And you don't have to pull on the leash. In fact, you shouldn't pull on the leash. Just let this happen by the dog's behavior. He'll figure out he's causing this to happen. And in order for him to walk the direction he wants to go and look the direction he wants to go with the head halter on, he has to give you some slack leash. And then you don't take it away from him. See, that's why the owner has to know not to keep the leash tight. If the dog gives you some leash, don't automatically take up the slack and make it tight again, or he he won't learn anything because it's not working to give you leash. Mm. If he gives you leash, you make it tight. So that's not working. And dogs do what works. They do what works for them. And so when you stop, the head halter turns the dog's head to the side. It's very gentle, and you do not, I have to emphasize that, you don't pull or yank or do anything to the leash yourself except hold it. You don't need to, and you shouldn't, because you shouldn't deliver a jerk to the dog because you don't need to, and you can hurt him on any kind of a collar or any kind of a equipment. Now, there's another one, because a lot of dogs don't like to wear those head halters. They actually have to learn to wear them, and you can do that by teaching them to put the, their head into the, there's a nose snoot that they have to put their nose into, and then you fasten it behind their ears just like a horse halter, you can teach them to put their nose through there and then you give them a little treat for doing it. But if it's hard for you to imagine having a halter on a dog or if it's hard for your dog to get used to it, you can try a body harness, a just plain old kind of harness that a lot of people walk little dogs in. Those harnesses have a ring on the back and that's the ring that is designed to have the leash hooked to. But they also... Some of them, and you should go for this kind if you have a pulling dog, have shoulder straps that come down to the front of the dog, and right on the middle of his chest, there's a metal ring where those shoulder straps connect, and then there's another strap that goes between the dog's front legs that's also attached to that center ring. So if you were to look at the dog from the front, it would look like a Y shape of three straps coming together at one round ring on the chest. Now, instead of attaching the leash to the ring on the back of the dog, on the back of the harness, 
which lets him pull straight ahead, and he can pull as hard as he wants without choking himself. But that doesn't help you. You're still being dragged down the street. Exactly. Right. Instead of fastening it there, take the leash and fasten it to that center, that ring on the center of the dog's chest. Then the whole harness works very much like the head halter in that when the dog starts to pull and you stop, if he wants to keep going the direction he's headed, the direction he's pulling in, he has to stop pulling because you're not going to move until he starts giving you some loose leash. And the whole harness being attached to the front of the dog's chest actually turns the dog slightly away from the direction he wants to go if he keeps the leash tight. So in that way, it works pretty much the same. It's the same concept as the head halter. When you've got the leash attached to the front of the dog, it just turns him away from his direction of pull. Mm -hmm. So it's very simple, very gentle, very kind. Many people who have pulling dogs already own one of these harnesses and just reattach the leash, put it on the front of the chest instead of on the back. And there are also several brands of body harnesses now that are made specifically with the ring on the chest to attach a leash to. So you can go out and you can buy one of the brands that is now made. Over the last few years, several brands have come out. Or you can just use your plain old Y-front type uh, body harness that you may already have, or you can actually buy fairly inexpensively at any pet pet shop or pet supply store. Well, and you know, this is a new approach, a new technique for people. Uh, and I want to remind everyone, we've got the phone lines open at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. This is really new information for people, and people really have to learn how to work with this new harness. I mean, this is not something that you can just, I don't think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, isn't there a whole new technique just like you've described uh, for people to learn? Well, it certainly works better if you do it that way. Right. If you keep walking while your dog is pulling in a harness, they just learn to pull sideways. Right. <laughs> so you have to stop. I've seen that, too. I've yep. seen that before, too. Uh, and, and so what is, let me ask you a different question. Um, there is, I, and I don't know why I call it a silk harness, but it's a very thin claw, not a harness, uh, collar, very thin cloth, and it does, you know, use the choking motion, and people um, suggest that you move it up on the dog's neck. Well, that's because it hurts a little more when you move it up. Uh-huh. If it's a choke-type collar that's an unlimited choke, like a slip collar, uh, yeah. like the same as the chain choke collars, right. but made out of nylon cloth, right. smooth material, it has the same action. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier on the dog's skin and fur than chain is, but it still squeezes down their airway. That's Imagine how frightening that is. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yes, and how uncomfortable and how unhealthy. And if the dog just continues to ignore it and just pulls and you can hear them walking down the street. They sound like... Oh, oh, oh. oh I know. They like that. I know. they are gasping for breath. Uh, instead of that... Put the body harness on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this works equally well with a teeny little Yorkshire Terrier or a great big old Rottweiler. Um, one tip about the body harness, besides when the dog starts to pull, you start to slow down. When he pulls more, you stop. When he keeps pulling, you start backing up. Those, that's whether you walk them on a head, a head halter mm-hmm. or their regular buckle-type flat non-choke collar or a martingale-type collar, which is... A safety collar that has a, a limited amount of, of 
choke to it. We'll call it choke. And if you adjust it just so that it's too tight when the dog pulls to slip out of, to, for him to go backwards and slip his head out, it's for dogs that try to slip their collars. It's called a martingale-style collar, and it. let's see if I can describe it. Make a picture with words here. That type of collar has a band that goes around the neck, but it doesn't go all the way around the neck. At the end of that band, the neck band, uh, there is hardware that allows another cloth band to slide through that hardware, and it's solid. And that's where you attach the leash to. And so it pulls the ends of the neck band together so that it goes completely around the dog's neck. All right. We're going to take a short break. Thank you, September Morn, joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to talk about what to do about that barking dog. Yep, maybe we can get some barking dog music for you. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my guest, September Morn. Zenspiration Gardens are unlike any floral product you'll find on the market. Your personalized garden is prepared in a beautifully crafted keepsake box filled with plants, flowers, candles, and spiritual icons. Giving a Zenspiration Garden is the perfect way to express love, friendship, congratulations, or any other heartfelt message or inspiration. They ship nationwide, so contact Zenspiration Gardens at 619-972-1076 or zen-opolis.com. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. We're all students and teachers of life. At the College of Metaphysical Studies in Clearwater, Florida, we offer the largest curriculum in metaphysical and spiritual studies. Allow us to guide you on your path of self-discovery. Learn from the comfort of your home with our distance learning program or visit our Florida campus. To learn more, visit cms.edu or call 800-780-META. Has the pet food recall left you confused and concerned about what to feed your four-legged family members? Sam's Cats and Dogs, naturally, has you covered with expert advice and information about ingredients or how to supplement a fresh food diet to keep your furry friends healthy and happy. And all our foods are unconditionally guaranteed. Visit us at samscatsanddogs.com. That's samscatsanddogs.com. In Monroe, Washington, at 206 East Main. Can living intentionally really help you achieve your dreams? Tune in to The Dr. Pat Show to learn more about intentional living. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share tips for intentional living and provide powerful information on how to accomplish goals and achieve your dreams. For more information on Kristen Marie Sherline and her company, Affirmagy, visit Affirmagy.com. Because it's time to start living an intentional life. Health tip brought to you by Essential Water. Being properly hydrated will improve physical performance. A drop of 3% in body water causes a 10% drop in muscle strength and an 8% drop in speed. When you're not properly hydrating, you're inviting lactic acid into your muscles, which results in sore, stiff muscles. and also extends the recovery time between workouts. Essential Water is specifically developed to have smaller water clusters, which means Essentia gets into your system faster to hydrate you faster. Keep your body hydrated and you will perform better. Essential water produces many benefits with its high 9.5 pH alkalinity, its super hydrating properties, and its concentration of pure essential electrolytes. Remember the name, Essentia, like essential without the L. It's the ultimate drinking water. Ask for it. 
For more information, visit EssentialWater.com. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I've got September Morin in the house with us today. And let me just say this, that you can find out lots more about the work that she does. She is a regular columnist on the Dog Channel. And you can check out, I don't know if you've ever been there. It's an incredible website, www.dogchannel.com, dogchannel.com. And you can read about uh, what she what she's talking about. Ask the trainer is up. Is there a way to socialize an older dog? And I, you know, I came out with a with a, a question around barking. Uh, it's an email that I received, and uh, the email is, you know, I've had many people tell me many different things to do to stop my dog from barking, and I don't really understand why my dog barks, but my dog barks. And uh, sometimes I do want my dog to bark, especially if there's something I should be afraid of, but not all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for that email. So what do you say about that, September? Well, we don't want dogs to never bark because that would be like making me never talk. And exactly. That would be awful. Exactly. That's their language. But just like people who talk too much, they need to learn how to modify that. Uh, especially when you want your dog to tell you if there's something out there that you should be aware of. And that's really... Okay, to get back to why do dogs bark? Well, again, it works. (laughs) And what it works for in the natural world for dogs is to notify other members of their pack that there's something that they need to be aware of. If If you have several dogs in your household and one barks, the other dogs all look at that one. What is he looking at? Okay, we'll all go look at that and maybe we'll bark too. But it's... Well, I remember a Gary Larson cartoon one time where the scientist was walking around the neighborhood wearing this headgear he'd invented that translated dog barking. And all the dogs he was walking by were barking, and he got it translated through his apparatus he'd invented in mm-hmm. the cartoon. And what the dogs were all saying was, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and I love that because that really is. If somebody says, hey, you're going to look at them and then you're going to figure out what, what are they calling your attention to. So dogs do the same thing with their woof, woof. So if you have a dog who looks out the window, woof, 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 he barks at, let's say it's Joe the neighbor coming in with his car. You can look out the window and you tell your dog, thank you. Yes, that's Joe the neighbor coming in with his car. Quiet now, good boy. By interrupting the barking, by stating what it is the dog is barking at, acknowledging that they have successfully called your attention to it, uh, basically thanking them for letting you know, and then having them be quiet, they've accomplished what they need to accomplish. Their barking worked for them because they called your attention, and your acknowledgement of that works for you as it works for them. They know that they've called your attention, and then you... uh, Tell them that's enough. I would actually recommend for dogs that 
might stop for just a minute because you've walked up and looked out the window and acknowledged what they've said, and then when you turn away, they start barking at it again. I would actually go up, acknowledge the fact that they've let you know that Joe, the neighbor who always comes in at 6 p.m., right. is now home. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, okay, let's go get a treat. And that takes them away from the window. It rewards them for quiet now because you're giving them that treat once they're quiet, not while they're barking. Don't try to bribe them to stop barking with a treat because that, in effect, rewards the barking. It makes you give them cookies. So you're going to get more barking if you do it that way. But once you've turned the barking off by acknowledging it, stating what the dog is barking at, and calling the dog into the other room to go get the treat with you, you've taken him away from the exciting thing he's barking at. By the Mm -hmm. time he gets back to the window, Joe's in the house. There's nothing to bark at. And you may have to do that a lot of times. Okay. But teaching the dog to come with you away from what he's barking at is real valuable. I've had dogs that would all run out to the fence and bark whenever anything came by. And to make it stop... Uh, well, you know, I tried all different kinds of, oh, like, stop that. I tried <laughs> something that made noise when they barked, and they just learned to bark louder than the thing that made noise. And, you know, I tried all the usual things, just like everybody tries, because I want to see what works. What I... worked best was teaching them to come when I call them, and I give them a treat. Well, you know, <laughs> this is the gentle approach that you're talking about. You know, I've seen people try to grab the dog's mouth and then end up getting bit. I mean, so we're actually <laughs> talking. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, what did you do? Well, I just like put my finger in the, I put my hand in the dog's mouth trying to stop the dog from barking. And the dog, well, so this is really when we're talking about the gentle approach, this is what we're talking about, right? Right. We get them to do some other behavior that's incompatible with the thing we don't want them to do. And we reward that incompatible good behavior Mm -hmm. instead of letting them, you know, instead of yelling at them for the other behavior. Because, you know, yelling at the dog, scolding the dog, trying to punish the dog, (laughs) that sure gives them a lot of energy for that thing that they're doing that we want them to stop. Yeah. Wouldn't it be better to get them to do something else that we like better? And reward them. Well, it you know, better. it does. And guess what? The law of attraction actually works for dogs. Yep. If you put your attention on that behavior, it will expand. You know, there there have been many people that have talked about, well, my dog is acting out of spite. My dog is doing this out of spite. My dog Wrong. is, you know, my dog went in there and tore up my pillow. Guess why? Because, it, you know, we create a whole human psychological story about why the dog ate the pillow. What's yep. up with that? Well, because we're people. And we relate to everything as if they were people, too. People do things out of spite. They've got that kind of brain that can make those steps towards, well, let's see, if I do this, then they'll do that, and I'll do... We can play chess. Dogs can't play chess. They're very straightforward in their thinking. Uh, They do things because it works. They don't do things to make us mad because that isn't going to work for them. Why would they do that? It isn't going to work in their favor. Dogs do things that work in their favor. They bark when they see things. They pee when they need to. They uh, they act like animals. Oh, my goodness. They act like animals. <laughs> they only are. You know, that they are animals. Well, They're not people. Well, that, and see, that's just it. And, you know, some of the things that we talk about has to do with our own, pers- per, you know, perceptions. I mean, we are the common denominator in this. We create stories in our lives for who we are, and then we are really good. I mean, I know I've, I used to do it with my collie. I had a, a collie look just like Lassie all the time. And, uh, and I shared the other day that, you know, he actually was only supposed to live five years. He lived 
13 years. But I would create a story. Like, there'd be some days that we'd be watching television, and Travis, he was a big collie, he would just put himself directly in front of where we were sitting, and, you know, and sit there and literally block the screen like he was watching television. So we created the story that he was watching television. One of our friends walked in and said, um, do you think maybe that he's doing that because you're not really paying attention to him? Isn't that incredible? Actually, he's probably watching television. Exactly. Right. But we got the whole story about, okay, we're not paying attention to him. And then we go off and we try to get him to play. And guess what? He doesn't want to play. He wants to watch television. Right. His show is on. Let me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be during the commercials. Exactly. You know, now I have two dogs that watch television with me all the time. One, my Rottweiler, really dislikes it when people behave aggressively on television. He'll He'll come in front of me and he'll growl at the television and tell them, stop acting like that in our living room. Oh, no kidding. Right. But he loves to watch agility, dog agility on television. That was when he first started watching television, actually, was when I started playing tapes of dog agility trials that I'd been to. And he's watching all the dogs, and he knows it's agility. He knows what an agility field looks like from a distance. Mm -hmm. He sees the tunnels. He sees the little dog run into the tunnel. He wants to catch it as it comes out on the TV. <laughs> which at first was funny, and then I realized, no, no, they don't make those. To him, it's real. And by laughing and rewarding him with my amusement, gosh, maybe I would be teaching him to want to catch real dogs when they come out of real tunnels. Yeah. So I made sure that I stopped doing that, and I taught him that he had to lie down to watch television. He couldn't go up and put his nose on the screen because... I can't see past his big old head. Well, the, see, now that's a concept. I don't know why we didn't think of that. September, thank you so much for joining us today. For folks, if you want to find out more about September, you can go to dogchannel.com. And for, for, for consultations, how do people get a hold of you if they want to hire you to help them with their problems? I do both email and phone consultations as well as in-person consultations if people are in the area from anywhere between Bremerton down to Shelton out to Olympia. My phone number is 360-432-3633. They can call me there and I'll get back to them and we can uh, have a consultation by phone. Or they could email me at mourndogs, M-O-R-N-D-O-G-S, at AOL.com. Well, thank you so much, folks. You can call her from anywhere in the country because she knows how to help you out. Thank you all for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We've got a great show for you tomorrow. Don't forget, we're going to be talking about the Huna with Matt James. Make sure you make yourselves a great day today. Signing off right here. We'll see you tomorrow. Views expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW, Seattle. Happy Thursday, Eric Ryder here with you on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. As we approach the noon hour, it's time once again to take a look at our roadways. Well, things have cleared out very nicely from this morning, and uh, it's looking good around the south.